people want to be happy. People are looking at the simple things in life to make them happy. It's translating to our pop culture brands, because specifically with brands like Sanrio and Squishmallows, they totally tie in with the trend. How did SpongeBob find his way onto the NFL field? Why is Lego taking the fashion world by storm? Where did all that Baby Yoda merch come from? And why are people going crazy for Captain America pajamas? We explore what makes certain consumer products stand out above the rest thanks to a little thing called brand licensing. Welcome to the Licensing Mixtape, a podcast from License Global. Hello and welcome to the Licensing Mixtape. I'm McKenna Morgan, Digital Editor at License Global, and I'm joined once again by Jennifer Staley and Beth Taylor as we continue our conversation on the core pillars of success at BioWorld. Today, we're talking about self-expression, positivity, and optimism, and how it factors into the wider BioWorld strategy, as well as the global consumer journey. How are you guys doing today? Great. We're good, McKenna. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. So in BioWorld's latest corporate video, you guys focus on cultivating happiness. Why happiness? This is something that's become a huge focus for global business in the last 18 months, but how is it a bit different at BioWorld? At BioWorld, we really care about people's health and their happiness. And in, in the last 18 months, you know, there's been a shift in what work-life balance can look like, you know, in terms of flexibility on office hours, you know, working from home. And, you know, with that shift, you have to make sure that people are comfortable in that transition and you have to show your staff and your employees that you care about them. That's really what we want to accomplish within our building. And then we want that to leak out into the world in terms of how that relates to our work and, and the products that we create. Fortunately, a lot of the products that we're creating and that are trending right now are comfort products. It all bleeds together. And when you say, is happiness trending? We definitely see it with our brands. Not do we just see it in the categories. There's some key brands that we're seeing trending. Let's take Sanrio, for example, okay? They've been doing this well over 50 years. Um, the company was founded on small gift, big smile. Characters like that just bring joy. And if you really look at their social media campaign out there, it's all about friendship. They have a friend of the month. They have International Friendship Day. That is one of the, you know, besides it being so mm -hmm. cute and the characters being so popular, that is one of the big things that is bringing that brand, you know, all brands have peaks and valleys, but this brand is really explosive with all these characters. It's just very timely, to be honest with you. You know, that's now transitioning into some other brands like Squishmallows, which is a, a project we really love. It's about something that's gonna make you happy. And then how do we take that and expand on it? The interesting thing about Squishmallows, the brand launched about five years ago. And we looked at it, we were very interested. And then during COVID, all of a sudden, and we thought it was a very young brand when we first saw it, we thought it was really geared towards younger girls. But what happened was, the young adults were collecting this and they were mm. gravitating toward this. They were doing TikToks. They were doing TikToks on finding the next Squishmallow that they wanted in their collection. And then when they found it, they yeah. went nuts. These people are on the hunt for all these great things. And if you see in our video, they just collect them because they're cute and they bring happiness. And how can you not smile? And I think in these times, 
That's what people are looking for. So when our team said to us, oh my God, we could do so many cool things with the Squishmallow brands, because again, we always tap into our talented team on, you know, could this translate? They had all these ideas. We're excited about it. So we're excited about it. And we're looking forward to having a, you know, a launch in Q2 Mm -hmm. of next year. We love it. And, And it ties also into the comfort categories. You know, if you really feel that Squishmallow and hug it, I don't know if you ever have done that before <laughs> i suggest you do on a stressful day by the way yeah mckenna we're gonna I send do that. you we're gonna send mckenna her own squish so she can be happy with absolutely us. so i just think back to your question people want to be happy people are looking at the simple things in life to make them happy and it's translating all to our pop culture brands because all of our pop culture brands are a distraction, but specifically with brands like Sanrio and Squishmallows, mm-hmm. they are they totally tie in with the trend because they both are very positive. Mm-hmm. They both really talk about friendship and the importance of happiness. Yeah, and this has been a, a great project to work on with our colleagues at Jazzwares and Kelly Toys. They really, they really get it. They understand um, how to market and how to how to communicate right. with the consumer. So, you know, this is a project that our entire team is involved in. Yeah, and more to come, more to come. They're doing great things with the brand. So along with those external things, it also works internally. So why is loving your work an important part of inspiring success? You know, that's a, that's a, a, a great question. And it's not just about someone doing their, their daily job and doing it well. You have to listen to your people and understand what's, what's important to them. And helping people pave the way for a career is really important. What can they do to further their experience? What can they do to add experience to their own professional growth or their personal growth that will, uh, you know, make them a happier person, give them a better career? Is it supporting them with continued education? Is it supporting them in expanding their experiences by giving them an opportunity in a different area or department of the company? You know, you only get this if you connect on a personal level with people and you listen. Yeah, and I think the personal connection is really key. And I think I've always um, tried to do that, but you know, I even worked harder during these times because what I recognized very quickly is that people's lives became very stressful during the pandemic. They still are because there's still a lot of uncertainty. So I was much more uber sensitive about it. So a lot of times when I see someone at work and we're having internal meetings, if they don't look like they're in the right mind frame, I'll say, wait a second, we don't need to start our business meeting. I need to understand if you're okay, right? And mm-hmm. they'll maybe say, well, I feel stressed about this I'm or tired, that. I'm tired, I'm not sleeping. Exactly, I'm not sleeping, you know, or, um, you know, they might even be stressed about something good. I'm buying a new house. And I'll say, you know what? Maybe you need to take a day off and use your PTO. You know, I've seen that result of giving somebody a couple days off. They come back with a ton of energy. The other thing that we really try to do to keep a positive and optimistic environment is togetherness. You know, right now, people are confused on do I social distance? Do I wear a mask? We're in a virtual meeting. We're not physically together. So we have encouraged physical lunches where we social Social distance distance. and we play different games and things like that. We have encouraged that. Um, We've been hearing a lot of laughter in our office that has not happened before. Obviously, we're doing that in a safe 
environment. But you know, hearing laughter, laughter is the most positive thing people can do. Now, I'm not suggesting that we don't do business, but what I am suggesting is we get everyone into a positive mode because they'll be that more productive. So it's it's those types of things, exercise, time off, togetherness, or encouraging them to take up a hobby. Or we had somebody that likes contracts. So I said, every time I have to work on a contract, I bring them into the meeting. So we, we do all these different types of things because for us, your personal well-being and your professional well-being are tied in together. What are some key examples of staff taking a project from their personal life and building something from it at BioWorld? Do you guys have any examples yourselves or any of your coworkers? Everybody here does that, right? It's collaboration. It's all collaboration. Every pop culture property that we go after is a part of a collaboration. So let's just take Squishmallows, right? Um, That wasn't decided in a vacuum. That was a decision made from a collaboration Mm -hmm of internal fan members across departments. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought it was a good idea, but that's not enough. I thought it was because of what we were seeing with that on TikTok and how it merged into that young adult market. Because once you're in that young adult market and not just in that girls market, there's more market share out there. Jazzwares and Kelly Toy were really on the same page. So we had that natural synergy when we talked to them about working on this great brand with them. And then internally, you know, we were getting the feedback. I mean, Alexa has Squishmallows piled at her desk. They're all Tay, her own. They're her own. Tay has. Tay told me what she once designed. You know what I'm saying? Like, even the people that aren't the brand manager on the account are a part of the design direction because that's what they want. They do this every day with every brand that we do. So, well, and then when you look at, at personal meeting professional, you know, I can't tell you how many licenses my kids have told me that's a good license, that's a bad license. Well, no, not even that. So here's the thing. When I (laughs) when I started the anime charge, right, Ellie, her daughter is a huge anime fan. So I would get these texts from Jennifer and I call Ellie my other boss, which is her daughter. I call her bossy boss. She's the bossy boss. She'll be like, did you re-sign this this one? Did you re-sign that one? Oh, yeah. I'm like, yes. It gives us our to-do list. Yeah. But, you know, working from home in 2020, you know, she was either listening to a lot of my conference calls or participating yep. in them because, you know, she has an interest and she's a fan and she's a consumer of the things that we're working on. That That is not unique to my household. Right. Right. There are a lot of people here that have, you know, little kids, big kids or or themselves that have an opinion and share those opinions with us so that we can make the right business Absolutely. decisions on our license acquisition. Yeah, on everything, you know, you know, no matter what it is. So nothing's done in a vacuum. Everything's mm-hmm. done very, very collaboratively. And I think that's why people, you know, love to work here. So we had a chat about enthusiasm before the call. How does enthusiasm factor into each of your lives and careers personally? All I've done is licensing. So I've been a licensor, I've been a licensee. So clearly I'm enthusiastic about this industry. You know, I care I care about it. It's it's been my my entire career. So I get enthusiastic when I see the result of my work and my team's work. So if I'm you know, at the airport and I see someone wearing our t-shirts or I'm driving down the street and I see kids going to school, you know, carrying our backpacks, that is really gratifying to me. And that makes me enthusiastic about the next project. 
For me, I'm an enthusiastic person and I'm more enthusiastic with conquering the impossible, whether it be personal or professional or conquering something new and, mm-hmm. and, and exciting. So for me, when I first got here, and I, I've been in the industry for a long time on the retail side. So nine years ago, I came to the licensing end. So for me, you know, I went to one anime convention and it was such an underserved market. And nine years ago, I said, strategically, we need to do this. And at the time, I only had two people in this company that understood anime. So getting my anime intel was not so easy. And today it is our fastest growing genre. And you know what? Everyone knows anime. I used to walk in a room and I'd be like, has anyone heard of this? And I'd have like one hand up. Now everybody knows. So so having that insight from nine years ago and seeing what it's done today with all the great partners that we're working with. And then it's about how do I keep that going? And we have some great things coming out with a great one of our great partners, Toy Animation, uh, that's going to be coming out this October. Um, a lot of exciting new lines that we could not do without them. But it, it's such a great business to, to be a part of. But I think for me, enthusiasm is is conquering the impossible or bringing something to life that really hasn't existed. So what keeps you positive and optimistic and how do you cultivate that in your team? I think continuing to learn and not be stagnant. Our job is never the same. Our, we're, we're constantly evolving, you know, the, our, our jobs, our, our licensing roster, the, and the company's evolving. And so it's not just our, our staff, our new employees yeah. that are learning, Beth we and I are, are learning also. I mean, oh my God. Can sometimes we, should, when we talk and we only use acronyms, oh gosh. we look at each other and wonder if we're speaking the same language. I like, mean, Beth, you want to go to the DFC today? Is that down for cocktails? Oh, wait, maybe it's our Dallas Fulfillment Center. Do you exactly. Wanna, so like, like, to be honest with you, like, I guess the other thing, the whole the whole thing about learning, there's a few things going on that's that's also keeping us positive. One, we get, we learn more every day. Two, you know, because business is off the charts, we're, we had to expand our team. So as we were expanding our team, people weren't understanding our little our, acronym. Our new language. P-O-D, D-S-V, V-M-I. So we really had to kind of explain that Mm -hmm. to them so they didn't interpret them and there are some really cool things that we're launching and doing so we don't get stagnant in the industry we should probably really talk more seriously about dfc jen yeah the dfc is our is our dallas fulfillment center it's a state-of-the-art um warehouse and um, production facility that um, we we moved into the summer and it has a capacity to hold you know millions of units and inventory goods and also production capability through pod machines to fulfill huge increase in our e-com business right and so when we say dfc we hope people know we're talking about our dallas fulfillment center but as beth said they might think we're just down for cocktails right and when we talk about POD, which is obviously print on demand, but they didn't know that they were thinking, are they talking about practicing our dancing? You know, and that's how we keep it positive because we don't make these assumptions. And let me just back up on the print on demand. We bought state of the art equipment. You know, not only will it house millions of units, you know, we're, we also have the best state of the art equipment there. And we have a whole team that just manages that. So we're able to service not just our Amazon storefront and all of our retailers, you know, now that we're a DSV, shall I say, what else does it do, Jen? Why don't you tell them? Is that dis-
Visca versus Samba? Well, no, that might be dance sip vodka. But anyway, oh. <laughs> anyway, DS, DVS is the connection to the to the retail dot com sites that enables us to fulfill those orders that the consumers are placing on the retailer dot coms directly to the consumer. So that's a big advantage that fulfillment center, the DFC, our Dallas fulfillment center will enable us to have the capacity to fill um, all of that business directly to the consumer. So that's a really important step in managing the shift between brick and mortar and, um, you know, online uh, purchases. Yeah, as well as being a dropship vendor, it also enables us to determine what should be bought. And we then get those results. And then we then bring those results to the retailers Mm -hmm. so we can really grow that business. So I think that's really important. And that leads me to another acronym, and that's VMI. And that is that that is actually not Baca Martini immediately, which is on my mind right now. <laughs> it's really vendor managed inventory. So we have the infrastructure to manage all the inventory for all of our retailers, you know, whether it's something in store and they want us to hold units, whether it's something as a drop ship vendor, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a, there's numerous things that we do and we've built in these infrastructures, but you know, even though we're being clever about these acronyms and we had to teach them to our team, these four acronyms, DFC, POD, DSV, and VMI, are the wave of the future and they're a big growth opportunity and they keep me positive and optimistic every day. Not every company out there has the ability to do something like this. We are one of the few. Well, and it it sounds easy when you talk about it in an acronym, but all of these functions include investment in um, people, an investment in warehousing, inventory, it's an investment in technology, it's an investment in planning. So each of these things has all of those components that are building those businesses. And that's why, you know, we, we may make light of what those acronyms mean, but they're really important to the success of having an omni omni channel business. And quite frankly, that is really how we spread all this happiness to our fans. Now we're even able to connect with them brick and mortar online, the online choice of that target.com buyer and the and then our choice on Target Plus. So there's multiple ways and multiple options. And you know, when we're direct shipping, we get those results and then those results we will maximize immediately because we need to respond to those fans immediately. All right. So I think that that's a great note to end on. Thanks both of you for joining me today. Thank you, McKenna. Thank you, McKenna. No problem. And thank you all for listening to the Licensing Mixtape. Be sure to follow us on Spotify, SoundCloud, and more to listen. And we will see you next time.